Welcome, welcome to the Rectify Roundtable, a show all about games and bringing players together with host Scott Anderson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Rectify Roundtable. I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and I am excited to be back with all of you once again. Every time we go live here, we aim to bring you intriguing conversations from around the world of gaming, and I am really excited about what we have planned for you today. Uh, Before we introduce the stars of today's show, however, I do want to remind those tuning in live on Twitch that we encourage audience participation, so please be a part of that. Uh, Feel free to send in your burning questions for our guests. Just drop them in the chat. Uh, Ty is actively monitoring the feed. Uh, I'll be taking a glance at it as well. So feel free to put anything in there that you want us to uh, go uh, to talk about throughout the show, and we will get to it as we can. I am also told that we're giving away a $10 Steam gift card today. Pretty sweet. You can always use that for something. So uh, be sure to stay tuned for that. And with all of that said, let's get to the actual reason why you have all tuned in today. This trio joining me are all members of the ESEA Main Season 39 CSGO Championship Team. That's right, the champs are in the building. They've all taken time away from dominating Nuke. Join me. So let's all give a warm welcome to Wadil, Grizz, and Bird. How are all of you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing good, man. Awesome. The cat caught me off guard. The cat caught you off guard. Yeah, Grizz is uh, showing us... His cat face today. Very impressive. Like, like very nice. Um, so, as I said, I'm really excited to have you guys on here today. As an organization, uh, Rectify Esports, we're really excited uh, that you guys are representing us. Obviously, you uh, showcased your talents big time this past season in CSGO. And so we're really glad to be able to talk with you guys, uh, dive a little bit into uh, how the season went for you and uh, what you guys thought of it. So I just wanted to start things off by having each of you introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, give a little bit of your background in gaming and uh, just a little bit about yourself and then how you got your start with the CSGO com- community. Uh, Bird, why don't we start off with you, man? Uh, yeah, I'm Bird. Um, I'm going into my third year. I'm in my third year of college right now. So, I mean, I've been gaming for like over half my life. Um, my parents like never bought me a console, so I've always just been PC gaming the whole time. And uh, like eight or nine years ago, I bought Counter-Strike. And it took me a little bit, but like two years ago, I started playing seriously for um, trying to play competitive CS and uh, let me hear. Very nice. Awesome. Uh, Wadil, let's go with you. Um, so I am uh, 19. I'm a senior year of high school. And uh, I used to play COD a lot on my Xbox and then got a PC, played a lot of Minecraft when I was younger, bought Counter-Strike about seven years ago, and then started playing ESEA. In like 2017, started taking it seriously, like season 34, got on the roster that we are now, season 36, I think, or season 35, and then made IM through open, made main through IM, took three seasons, but yeah, we uh, won main. Awesome. And then uh, Grizz, tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm 17, and I bought CS eight years ago, but never put in any effort into the game until uh, two years ago. And I got into ECA at the start of last year, January of last year, and been rising up ever since. Very nice. Very nice. So admittedly, 
I don't know very much about CSGO. I've, I watched your guys through this past season. I have no idea how you guys do the things that you do. It's crazy and ridiculous to me. I play single player games because I, I suck at competitive stuff. So uh, like watching you guys was a real treat this past season. Um, want to let's go back to the championship for you guys in se- season 39. You're in champs. Uh, what does it mean for you guys as a team to pull off that victory? And uh, how does that make you feel heading into season 40, uh, moving up to advanced from Maine? We feel pretty good about it. Um, when you win a division, it kind of means that like there's a little bit of a spotlight on you to see if you can like hang in the division you move up to. And so, I mean, every division, when you win it, moves up to advanced. And then obviously that's the filter for Premier. Um, so, I mean, we're just kind of trying to prove ourselves now as a team. Yeah, obviously it's really nice to win main, but um, I think advanced is much much more difficult than main is. So I I yeah. think we're gonna be yeah. able I think we're gonna be able to do well. Hopefully, try to make playoffs. But um, of course we could just connect to a server and have them insta us every round. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think that I f- I feel pretty good going into the next season from like so far with how practice has gone. I only see like us progressing and getting way better in the the time being. So interesting thing about you guys, you have not been a team, all of you t- uh, together for very long. Uh, early in the season, there was a roster change uh, to the team. So you had to uh, adapt and figure out uh, how the new team dynamics worked. Uh, could you guys talk a little bit about that, about uh, getting into the groove with the new team after the early season roster change? Yeah, so um, we joined when the roster was four three in man, and uh, they were kind of having some issues. So when you win, when you win your first four games, the way ESA works, it puts you against other teams that also won their first four games. Um, and the team at that point hadn't really had the cohesion or kind of team play to uh, survive at that level. Even though it's not really the highest level, you know, it's like they weren't really up to the task. So two of the players left, um, and then they picked up. Me and Grizz, after like a week of tryouts, we lost our first game. And then, I mean, we just kind of like, we just kind of clicked instantly after that. Yeah, we were fortunate that um, the team the team we lost to in that first game is All Gas No Breaks, also the team that beat us in playoffs. And I had played them before, and I was friends with a couple of guys on their team. And they uh, agreed to move the game back so that we could run tryouts and get players. So um, that was actually close. I think we lost 16-14, right? Yeah, yeah. it was really close. Like so it was... one match really close and i mean like we had one day of practice going into that and then after that we just started practicing a lot and really meshed really well i was on the team prior and the vibes in the first you know six seven games with the players that we had weren't the best but once we picked up grizz and uh grizz and bird here i mean things were on the up everybody enjoyed playing some heated moments sure but um the vibes were much much better the uh we meshed a lot more, and obviously we uh, pretty much won out bar playing All Gas, No Breaks, our kryptonite. But uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll just not talk about our matches against All Gas, you know? <laughs> we we don't have to shine that spotlight on the little bit that is our failure. They called in too good, man. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk about that a little bit. So they did seem to kind of be your nemesis throughout the season. As you were going, as the brackets were progressing, 
And, you know, you guys, like you talked about, dropped uh, in playoffs a little early into the lower bracket. Uh, did you guys feel like you were going to have to face them again uh, at some point down the road? Or what were you thinking after uh, that early loss in the playoffs? I thought they were going into the finals. Like, I thought they were so much better than Revel and the other teams, like Michigan State, just looked like they didn't know what they were doing sometimes. So I just thought, like, all guests are going to go straight to the finals. And, you know, it was like, we won one. I'm like, oh, we're going one, two. It's over. <laughs> I I thought all gas was probably, for me, the best team going into playoffs. They're only the fourth seed. So I was kind of bummed when I saw we'd have to play them second. I was really surprised when they lost to uh, Revel. Although I knew Revel was good. Like, if their players show up, obviously they're insane. Mm -hmm. And then when they lost to Cyberstorm and choked advanced, I was just baffled because I thought All Gas was really good. But um, I guess it worked out because we might have lost the finals if they won out, right? So. Nah, yeah, I, I, mean... I have confidence in you guys. I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, beating someone three times in a row, that's a much different story than beating them twice in a row. So I'm sure you guys would have. That's yeah. true. I mean, they even beat us last season. Not season 39, season 38. We lost 16-14 to them, obviously with a different roster, but I, I just can't beat them, man. I think it's just I what else. I might the be the problem. I'm the denominator. I am. I might be the problem. <laughs> you get nervous. Thank God they're not in advance. Oh, my. <laughs> so a, a, a cool trend that popped up, I think that a lot of people started noticing as you guys were working your way through the playoff bracket. Uh, you didn't drop a set on Nuke. I mean, not only did you guys not drop a set, you kind of just dominated anytime you play that map. Um, you guys seem to feel right at home on that map. Why do you think the team has found so much success there? Uh, what is it about that map that you guys feel really confident in being able to uh, to clear that map? I think I think it's two things. The first thing I'll say is our IGL duck is a really good job of, um, of holding rotations on that map and like calling where we should shift as a team. Uh, our T sides are really good too because of Duck. He makes pretty good calls, I would say, in mid round. And the the other thing though about Main with Nuke is that most of the teams don't have somebody like that on their team who's gonna kind of push them in the right direction to play Nuke specifically. It's kind of um, it's kind of an intimidating map if you've never really played it at that level. So most people don't actually understand the right way of moving, especially on the CT side. Um, and we just abuse that really hard. Like they, they just can't deal with anything if they don't know how to do that. Yeah, I think the uh, the closest game we had on Nuke was against Michigan State, where we only won 16-14. Those guys, I think they were playing with subs, and they just played so weird, and they were just peeking things. Yeah. And just, like, I don't know, it just wasn't normal. Destroying us. Yeah, dude. There's <laughs> there was so many rounds where they were just hitting accidents, it felt like. Yeah, that that's the thing is like, um, most teams can barely play like normal, and once you're able to play normal on that map, then you can kind of um, branch on to other cool things that you can do. But like, since they can barely play normal, we just kind of roll over them because they don't have the proper protocols in place to deal with us. We kind of bully them with how we uncomfortable we make them with yeah. like, especially like our outside control and our like inner holds. It was fortunate too because. There was a couple times where Nuke got banned, and we just picked us two. And that was our other really good map. We didn't play it mm -hmm. that much because we just picked Nuke. But I don't think we lost. We don't even lose our pick ever in playoffs. No. So that, I think, really led us to success because having a 1-0 advantage or even making the BO5 Grand Finals when we were a map down even, I mean, it's very helpful. 
it's a mental reset for sure, knowing yeah. that you can put yourself in that driver's seat now. Yeah, and you know, like you talked about a little bit, you know, get, getting in practice and making sure that you guys all know the position you're supposed to be at and calling things out. Um, obviously, that takes a lot of preparation. I don't think a lot. I don't think most people, when they're just tuning in, they may not appreciate all the work that goes into it. Um, I want you guys to talk a little bit about uh, how much you guys are practicing as a team uh, to prepare for each week. Uh, and then what do you do if, uh, especially going through the playoffs, when you know you have a specific matchup on the horizon, what are you doing to prepare uh, for those specific matchups? Uh, well, I'm not really involved with like the whole um, like anti-striding thing on our team. I'm more focused on myself, like trying to play the best that I can. Um, we practice pretty standard, like five days a week, uh, three scrims. So that's like three hours. Uh, and then if we have like offline to do beforehand, we'll just add an extra hour on top of that. So right before um, the anti-strutting and all that stuff kind of happens. Uh, I don't know, like in between practice. So like at night, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., just whenever, whenever we're uh, not practicing. I mean, it's kind of like playoffs is kind of a grind. You know? So can't really take many break days. Maybe like maybe you get one break day a week instead of two. So, you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Um, in terms of the anti-stratting, I feel like I did a lot of that as well as Duck. And I would download, well, obviously we played a lot of matches in the lower bracket. So for each yeah. team that we played that I was playing in, I usually actually anti-strat during the day because luckily my school break started um, like in the middle of playoffs, so I had time. And I would download every single map we thought we would play against them or thought it was possible to play against them. I would download every map they had as that five. I think I, there's I think for Rebel there was only eight maps because they made a roster change too and they kind of had a short run through upper bracket but like for I think like Nameless Esports and Michigan State and a couple other teams I probably watched ten to fifteen demos and then just took notes on everything and then like brought up the things I saw right before the match started stuff like that. Whenever we were anti-stratting during playoffs, I wasn't really a part of that just because. I just can't focus that well on demos. I'll be there for uh, like basically the important rundown. But besides that, I just make sure that I come into the server ready to kill people and <laughs> make sure that my I'm on my A game as well as just making sure the vibe in the team's good. That's that's my anti-strat is making sure everyone's doing good that day. Is there is there a secret to that success? Making sure making sure everyone's doing good. Yeah, I mean, I make sure the team vibes positive. I, I never let anybody get in their own head or be negative. I don't, I don't, I don't mess with that. No matter what, after every round, Grizz always has something positive to say or like nice kill, nice Good entry, round. whatever. Yeah, it's always something with him. This guy's neg never negative. That was the when we picked him up. That was the biggest surprise to me. Like his mentality is so good. He always believes we can win, and he's never like toxic or passive aggressive. He's always like, nice job, no matter what, and. That's something I've been very, very pleasantly surprised by. I've never had a teammate like Thank that. Yeah, we love Cruz for that. Yeah, and I love me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important thing of all. Uh, so that is something I did want to touch on a little bit too. So you guys didn't drop many maps uh, through your playoff run after after that early after that early uh, pitfall there. But when you do drop maps, when you do find yourselves behind, uh, what is it that gets you guys? You know that reset mode, it gets you back into feeling confident. Um, aside from Riz's uh, positive outlook, <laughs> what, what, are, what are the things that you guys do 
to kind of mentally reset and get you uh, ready to uh, get back to it. I know one of the best resets is somebody just having a really good round because I remember for our match for advanced, we were down 15-10 and Woodill had a like really good 4K in bank and like that that 4K like hyped up everybody and we're like, all right, let's grind out these rounds. Like these guys are so sloppy right now. Like just win out. Don't don't let it don't let the score line get to you. Just play our game. I don't even remember that round, but uh, <laughs> what's it called? I mean, okay. usually if we if we lose a game in a BO3, I'll just instantly disconnect and then just join a deathmatch server for the next five minutes and just try to kill people and like get my aim feeling good, so I know like I can go into the next match like and frag out. Um, admittingly, admittedly, like we didn't really lose many games in the playoffs. There was one against Bexo White where we lost Ancient first match. I, we didn't I didn't expect us to lose. It kind of threw me off. But uh, we bounced back, and uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, you got to remember the game's not over until one team at 16 rounds, especially in a best of three. Like, you need to win two maps to win. Um, 15-10 down, map three for advanced. That's crazy. Right I mean, and the, the, the game's not over until it's over, you know? Like it, it, That's, like, one of the things that a lot of people at, at our level struggle with is, like, kind of mentally defeating themselves, like, round 10, round 9. They just totally like they just totally crumble, and I mean, um, if you wouldn't get out of that attitude, I think it'd be uh, it'd be a huge like mental shift in this entire region, you know. That's something Bird says a lot is like it's not over till it's over. That's definitely helped us uh, make sure we close out maps and uh, grind back rounds uh, like when we're down. That's always something that like lets us remember where we are, where we have to get to before the you know we win. I mean, it's like a it's like a four hour game, three or four hour game. Like, if you're out of the game minute thirty, like, you're never gonna win. You know, yeah. it's over for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I like that I like that mindset. Like looking at it, you know, I think a lot of people just in any sport, you know, obviously esports, uh, a lot of people are having uh, are getting used to accepting it as just another sport, right? But in any kind of sport, any kind of competition, uh, there's gonna be that. Um, you know, you drop a play or you, you know, make a mistake and just having that really short uh, memory and being able to, you know, kind of jump back into it, uh, feeling, you know what, forget the past. Uh, let's just get on with you know, what we know we can do. And um, it definitely seemed like you guys had that mindset going through your playoff run. It was really, really awesome to see. Um, Thank you. Real quick, uh, we're going to do our giveaway. So Ty is going to be running our giveaway in twitch chat so if any of you are interested in a ten dollar steam gift card i hear that can buy you a couple copies of csgo so if you want to get that ten dollar steam gift card uh pay attention to twitch chat uh, ty will be running that for us so uh take a look there and uh, don't forget if you have any questions for the guys uh, go ahead and drop them in there i'm monitoring that as well uh, so i can uh, share those with these guys as soon as you put the questions in all right, so you guys have talked a lot about advancing, uh, advancing to advanced, I guess. <laughs> um, where did that rank for you guys as, a, um, as an achievement? Does, is that the more impressive achievement for you guys, or is winning main the more impressive achievement for you personally? Well, that was my goal at the start of the year for me, even before 
before I joined this team, I was like, I gotta make advance by the end of the year. That's how I uh, that's how I approached all my practices. That's how I approached uh, getting better as a player. So, I mean, making advance was the goal. So after that, I was just kind of like no pressure for me to do anything. Um, so I just played however I wanted to play and did pretty well. Uh, for me, I've been on this roster all year. It wasn't it wasn't rectify. Well, we joined rectify. We became rectify academy in like March. I want to say to the end of February. I'm not sure exactly. But then obviously we became the main rectify team before this last season. But um, when we were in intermediate, the first season of the year, the goal was set to be um, to just make advance by the end of the year. We were in IM. It was realistic, I thought. Um, for me, making advance probably the bigger achievement because I admittedly choked it twice. I think we could have we could have definitely won uh, the first season we were in Maine against the team that we lost to, and then they ended up making advanced, and then uh. Last season, we played a team uh, that I think we definitely should have beat. We lost like 16-13, 16-14. And so we're 15-10 down. I'm like, yeah, I'm not choking again uh, on that map three. And uh, ended up winning, making advance, and like Bird said, pressure off, right? So all good. I'm going to sound so generic. I'm going to say the same thing. <laughs> uh, basically, making advance meant a lot more for me. Um, I never, the only time I've played in playoffs was in Open, the first season I played, and every other season I've just advanced to the other season by getting picked up by another team. So making advanced was definitely a solidification that I know that I can play at that level. And uh, as soon as we made advanced, just as both of them said, there was no pressure whatsoever. Like, we were able to play how we wanted to. We controlled the game no matter what. Like, I didn't feel nervous at all. You know, I was just there to win. Awesome. So looking ahead to this next season, we've been talking about advanced quite a bit. Have you had a chance to look ahead at your competition this upcoming season? Uh, where do you guys feel confident about? And uh, what do you think might be a point of emphasis for improvement for your team? Um, I mean, we feel confident that we're going to make playoffs this season in advance. Um, Looking at the competition, like half of them are the same level we played in main. Like especially main playoffs, like all those teams are the same level as the other teams we're going to be playing in advance, except for the very top. Um, so I don't think we're worried about that too much. Um, we've been playing some pretty hard scrims though. So I mean, every time we play a hard scrim, it's like you get better, you get better. They, the better teams you play, they discover way more cracks in your gameplay that you never knew existed. So yeah, but those teams are in the in premiere. You know, we're scrimming those teams also. So. That's a pretty good experience for us. I think that actually scrimming above our league helped us solidify our nuke because we scrimmed um, a couple yep. teams and nuke was their best map, but they were in advanced playoffs. And that, I mean, we were beating them in scrims. We were pretty confident, but um, scrimming up, scrimming better teams, like I think has given us the confidence that, you know, we probably will be able to hang pretty well in advance and like Bird said, make playoffs. These guys are delusional. <laughs> um no i'm kidding um i i i think advanced is going to be pretty pretty fun and uh i wouldn't say easy but i see either going to playoffs could very well be a possibility um but scribbing these higher up teams helps i i think all of us know that we can hang with the big dogs you know we aren't main players anymore we're able to shoot back at the best players in NA, so 
you know, watch out. <laughs> so, like, all that being said, where where do you think those cracks are in your game? I mean, you, like you said, when you scrim those uh, higher teams, you're able to see where uh, some of those things uh, some of those things are that you guys might need to make some improvements on. Where where are you finding that, and like, how do you guys go about addressing those things? I mean, Usually, they just, they just catch timings I've never seen before, and like they do think they they do plays that um, people in lower divisions just aren't confident enough to do. It's like yeah. It's not like it's out of this world that they're doing these plays, but it's like I've never seen anyone even try to do that against me. So how am I going to react? And what am I going to, if I win, how am I going to react? If I lose, how am I going to react? You know, all this, all this stuff, it like, it keeps adding on to the playbook, you know, your flowchart. Yeah. Adding on to what Bird said, uh, yeah, all these teams that we've played have put us in very uncomfortable situations and made us have to have different reactions than what we normally have. Um, so it's it's different how these teams play against you because they play with confidence and they play how you're supposed to play they don't play and do like what you'd say like stupid stuff they don't they don't do that as much maybe here and there but they're very straightforward and that's kind of surprising for me as an offer i tend to get away with a little bit more because i just need to take one shot and then i can just run away but um what I've noticed is sometimes I'll make plays that would I, I would get away with in the lower divisions because the players aren't as good. But here, like, I'll make an aggressive play. Maybe I'll miss the shot or maybe I hit the shot, but then I'll just get instantly headshotted. So, I mean, it's just, for me, it's knowing what plays I can and cannot go for and, like, get away with. Yeah, it's much harder to get away with, like, BS, like, half-ass, you know, plays. It's way harder to get away with that against uh, higher-level opponents. It's mobile. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right on. Um, Waddell, this one's for you. Uh, the people, aka the Rectify Esports Twitter account, want to know what are your secrets. Admittedly, Secret. I don't. Admittedly, I don't even know what exactly is being referenced here. But tell us your secrets. The um the secrets basically when you uh when you get enough money to go on a buy round, you press B and then you press four or five. You buy yourself an op, and you sit back and bait your entire team and let them die. That way you can be put in clutch situations where the other team is not only low, but you also have the op, so it doesn't matter if they're low, you just one-shot them, and you uh, you abuse the crutch to the max. That's how you play the game. And uh, how do your teammates feel about this strategy? Surprisingly, my teammates think I do my job and that I'm a good player, so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how no, that happens. This guy sucks. Who happens. is this guy? Because without me, you'd be lost on a site overpass. Don't talk. Oh, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> you can't even kill them because I killed them before you. That is frustrating. There were a lot of games where I felt like I was playing bad, and I watched back my POV. I'm like, I'm just not seeing anybody because Grizz is killing all of them. How am I supposed to win? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, uh, I'll make this the last reminder for you guys in chat. If you do have any questions for uh, the guys here, uh, go ahead and drop those in there, and I will. Get your questions as I see them pop up. Uh, one of the questions that I did see, Waddle, is that your good luck chair? Do you have My a good not luck good luck chair? My good luck chair? No, this is um, a little office chair my dad had, and I stole it because it broke. I don't even know if you can see. You're not going to be able to see. It's, like, it's supposed to have these nice like things you put your arms on, and like they're supposed to be like nice and comfortable, but they ripped off, so it's just metal. So I can't put my <laughs> arms on them anymore. I'll cut myself. 
So this chair is very much an awkward. Like I've actually hurt myself on this chair when I used to get tilted. I'd like smash my arm down, and I'd like cut myself. So I don't think so. I think I need to get a new chair, and um, maybe that'll be my good luck chair. Fair enough. And that actually makes me think of something else. So uh, another thing that you tend to notice with people who are competitive in competitions is everyone has some sort of uh, uh, how's the best way to put this? Uh, good luck charm, right? Like some something superstitious, maybe oh. that 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 you do <laughs> to uh, gear yourself up for the game, or something you do in the middle of a game, or again to like reset yourself. Uh, do you guys have any of that? Like what what is it for you? All of my teammates can say what mine is, because I do it every single game, every single time we pause, every time there's an attack. Oh, yeah. I, I type, good luck, have fun, and have fun, have fun, have fun afterwards, and teams don't like that, because it tilts them, and I don't mean it in any n negative way. I just, I saw I saw a pro player doing it in a demo, and I was like, hey, I should do that. That's pretty good. That's nice of him, and people don't like that. <laughs> I got this guy on my desk here, so whenever I get upset, I look at this guy. I uh, I used to play Rocket League to warm up for CS matches, and um, I stopped doing that. I think maybe I should start doing it again because uh, my stats kind of took a toll this season. But uh, we'll see what happens. Season stats, Waddle the stats man. Man, he's all about the stats. the season. All about yeah. stats. Anybody, so. get them stat. Yeah, the only <laughs> stat that really matters to me is uh, nine and one in main playoffs. Oh yeah. Did we go ten and one? No, it's because Rebel had to lose twice for like ESC oh, to yeah, not yeah, bug yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, never mind. My bad. It is your bad. So, so um, outside of CS:GO, we've been talking about it quite a bit. Outside of CS:GO, what do you guys do? Is that all you do? What else do you guys do? Some of you said you were in college. Talk a little about what you do outside of CS:GO. I mean, I literally play CS and go to college. Like, I'm a chemical engineering major, so, you know, I don't go outside much. <laughs> and I'm, I'm focused. I, I have a lot of my play. Like, I um, I work at the rock climbing wall in my school's gym. Oh, nice. So, I mean, I have, like, a part-time job outside. It doesn't take that much time, but, you know, now I've got engineering school, so whatever that means. <laughs> and uh, CS. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I can confirm that. I've got two brothers. Both of them are different uh, different types of engineers. And uh, they had no lives in college. They, just, <laughs> they did the engineering thing, and that was about it. Yep. So, so I can understand that. What about you other guys? Oh, I, I love to sleep, and I love my cats. Like, all I do, <laughs> even though I can't, like, I have the worst sleep schedule ever, I'll always be asleep and either playing CS or, like, laying down with my cats on my phone. For me, good life. I'm a senior yeah. in high school, so... Actually, first half of the year was kind of tough because I had college applications, but then I also was taking too many classes. And because of CS, I didn't have time. So I dropped a class, you know, instead of backing off on CS. The responsible thing to do. Nice, um, nice work. We appreciate it. But I'm now in the one call. One college has gone back to me, and I'm in. Still waiting on, like, 10 other ones to get back to me. But um, I'm probably going to major in engineering, too. Probably not chemical. I heard that's the hardest one. I'm not a psychopath. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, I go to school, I have, I have a job at a golf course, and then other than that, I uh, play video games, mainly CS. So, Rude's got me hooked on some animes recently, too. Don't tell anybody. So. Yeah, the, uh, the, the life outside of college and becoming an adult, it's really not all it's cracked up to be. So, 
Uh, you guys take your time. Don't worry about it. I'm in no rush. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Don't 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 be in a rush. He's he's already an old cat lady, so. But uh, <laughs> still faster than you. All right, uh, so I'll drop you, bro. Watch out. I thought you meant running. We're gonna have a race when we go to Lynn. Oh. <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> All right. So before we end things here, I just want to give each of you an opportunity. Um, if there's anything else you want to add, uh, talk, maybe talk a little bit about, um, you know, your like game day prep for, you know, your matches. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, what it means to be on a team like this and uh, moving forward. Just talk a little, a uh, little bit more about um, any last thoughts you may have. Uh, Bird, let's start with you. Game day, wake up, protein shake, G Fuel, do whatever homework, and then I warm up aimbots. I'm in. That's about it. For me, pretty yeah. much pretty much the same thing. Uh, so usually I'll have, if I have school, obviously go to school. If I have work, go to work. But also watch their demos. That's the biggest thing. If, you, if you're going into main playoffs or even the end of the main regular season, just watch the other team's demos. You will learn so much. You will gain so much confidence because you'll watch how bad they are and be like, oh, my <laughs> God, we can't lose to this. And, um, yeah, deathmatch. Don't be like Duck. This guy never aim trains. Uh, if he, had a, he has more ADR than you. Dude, he could be even better than me if he uh, aim trains. He is. You know what He's he could do? Um, wow. Okay, you know what? Game day... <sighs> Game day for me is uh, I'll wake up like probably from a nap, drink an energy drink, or go with nothing and DM of like an hour and a half before and just make sure that I'm as warm as I can be during the match. And then make sure if it's like a BO3 or BO5, I like get cashews and a water between each game. It's like my favorite thing to do. I just drink water. I don't know about all this energy, uh, energy drink stuff. Yeah, there's a reason you're 70 ADR. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I'm going for the low blows today. Now, now you, you guys, you do know that uh, we're sponsored by Advanced GG. So let's. Uh, yeah. What the I, hell? Yeah. Advanced GG. Oh. If if get, I was ever drinking energy drink, I would uh would hit up Advanced, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, my, I I didn't specify what energy drink I was drinking. Yeah, Bird's the one that so. said he was using that other yeah. stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Fake. We might have to go back, might have to go back and mute that. I, I don't know. A bit yeah. of a brand risk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks guys for joining me today. Again, I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Um, we are definitely looking forward to seeing you guys in advance this upcoming season. Uh, lastly. Uh, where can everybody find you on social? If they want to follow you guys, they want to follow the team, uh, where can they follow you on your social medias? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at uwunoyu, which is a great username. And then Twitch is uh, one underscore bird if you want to follow me there. Uh, for me, Twitter and Twitch, waddle underscore right there. For me, uh, Twitter at grizzcs. Butchered my own name. That would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't stream or anything. I just sometimes I'm on Twitter. Awesome. Well, again, thank you guys uh, once again. We're looking forward to seeing you through the advanced season. Look forward to seeing you in the advanced playoffs. No pressure. And uh, that'll <laughs> do it for this episode of the Rectify Roundtable. Uh, be sure to keep an eye on the Rectify Gaming and Esports social channels. 
for announcements of upcoming shows, as well as news and updates on our various esports teams and content creators. Until next time, I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and thank you for tuning in. Hi, guys. Thank you.